are Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to a Thursday edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. My name is Richie Bradshaw. I'll be one of your guides today through everything Arizona State Sun Devils football, basketball, and a little bit of everything in between. I'm joined always by my good friend and co-guide, Connor Drios. Make sure you follow both of us on Twitter for the best Sun Devils content ever, as well as just mediocre takes about other things like movies and fantasy sports and stuff like that. Myself at Richie Brad's 3-6, Connor at C. Drios. And then remember that this podcast is free and available on all platforms. That means that you can follow that on Twitter as well at LO underscore Sun Devils, but you can also subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast: Spotify, Odyssey, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcast. Me and Connor are there with you Monday through Friday. Like I said, the greatest Sun Devils content in the whole wide world. It doesn't get better than that. Free and available, Connor. Free and available everywhere. But with that being said, Connor, how the heck are you? Not too bad. Now that everything's free and available, that's a pretty sweet deal if I do say so myself. Today's episode is brought to you by NetSuite. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. Head to netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA for special end of the year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. On this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast, me and Connor are going to be talking about some basketball awards that we're going to be handing out to members of the ASU basketball team because, I mean... It's not too much going on right now. We need to spread a little bit of positivity. And then we're going to talk a little bit of football here and there. Talk about what's what's being brought in for the 2022 season, as well as some stock up for some of our guys for the 2022 NFL draft. So with that being said, let's go ahead and just jump right on in to the. How about we dive today? Let's dive. You want to dive in? It's a shot right into the short end. I was going to say a shallow end, dude. Like that's, that's dangerous. There's no way this could go wrong. That, that is a classic case of famous last words right there. If I've ever heard them, but anyways, Connor, tell us first, we have four awards that we're going to be handing out. Tell me what those awards are going to be. So we're talking about the MVP for the team of this, sorry, for the team this season so far. Uh, not that these awards can't change later in the row, but assuming we would be about halfway at this point uh, through the season, we, we decided to kind of bring that up as of now. Uh, most surprising player, uh, most disappointing, then we're also going to talk about the best defensive player. Okay. Well, that sounds like fun to me. I say we just let, let's go. Let's go for the most exciting one right away. MVP. Who do you got, Connor? So here's. Here's where I think we can differ a little bit. Uh, I'm going to go with Kamani Lawrence. I I think he kind of gives you the most bang for your buck. He's been the most well-rounded player for the Sun Devils this season. Um, He obviously has not shot the three at all, um, or at least hasn't done it very well. But that being said, Kamani's just, he's been essentially all over the place, offense and defense. Um, You can make an argument. Excuse me. You can make an argument for another player where I think you might be going next, but Kamani would be my pick for sure. I think Kamani is a very interesting pick because the more popular pick and the player I'm going to go with would be DJ Horn. But 
Looking at Kamani, it's funny that you mentioned the three-point shooting or the lack thereof. He literally has not attempted a single three-point shot this year, which is... Well, he hasn't made one for sure. Doesn't have an attempt either, my friend. He does not? Okay. He does not. Yeah, seriously. like That kind of shocks me considering uh, Kamani is playing the second most minutes of anyone on the team. Kamani's attempted 39. Oh, those are free throws. Dang it. Dang it. Dang it. Yeah, Kamani's they, attempted what, what were you saying? Yeah. No, I, I was just saying, like, it. it's it's so funny that, like, a guy who is averaging the second most minutes on the team and averaging 11, 11 points a, a, a game for a team that's not putting up a lot of points, he is he's still finding a way to be productive without forcing the three, which is something that I wish a few of our other players didn't try to do as much. But – I am going to go DJ Horn because he's been the more like splashy player any, anywhere on the court. He He's shooting a little under, what's that end up being? Like around like 40% on his, on his three-point shooting, but he is averaging 13 points a game. Oh, there you go. 41% on his three points, 40, almost 46% on his field goals. And he has yet to miss a free throw on the year. Uh. 2.8 rebounds a game, 1.5 assists a game. I mean, he's more of your scoring guy than anything, but I mean, there's a reason why he's your leading scorer and he's really stepped up where the, where the Sun Devils have felt the, the void that Marcus Bagley has left because of injury. Horn has stepped up beautifully and he's, he's been the focal point of your offense. And he he's one of the few reasons that ASU has found a way to be even somewhat competitive in all these games. So I, I figured we'd, we'd be going with Horn. I will challenge you, however. Uh, come on, he's only playing one less minute, so it not right. It, it's not negligible, but I mean, for the most part, it's, it's pretty negligible. But uh, essentially, um, only scoring two less points per game, but has five more rebounds, and then leads DJ Horn in assists, steals, uh, and blocks as well. Uh, has a better field goal percentage, uh, and even though he doesn't have a hundred percent of his free throws, has attempted more. Uh, free throws overall. So 61.5% still not necessarily something to write home about, but it's also not killing you either. No, not at all. And that's definitely not the, uh, not the route I was trying to go. I'm just saying in in terms of offensive production, I feel like Horn is giving you more of an edge than Kamani is, especially like, and obviously this is still such a small sample size, but Horn wasn't, wasn't the starter the whole year because you did have when Bagley was healthy, he was the guy that was sitting ahead of horn and Kamani has played every game this year and, and has been a starter for every game this year, but horn has definitely been the guy that they've leaned on a lot more in the scoring department. But again, to Kamani's credit, he's averaging a little less or a little, a little more wait. He's averaging two less points a game is what I'm trying to say, basically, but he, but he's got five more rebounds. So, Kamani is definitely the more all-around uh, commodity for the team, but I think Horn is the more important offensive player for them. For sure, especially at that guard position, distributing the ball uh, more. He, he's going to be driving down the court more than obviously Kamani Lawrence will. So um, as the guy who's setting up your offense, definitely understand where that's coming from. But not. It's. I guess I would say it's a little more surprising he doesn't have more assists per game. You would think a guy that's distributing the ball a little bit uh, who's playing more on ball versus off would have more assists, but not necessarily the case for Horn, but 
Either way, both players, if you're missing either of them, would really be hurting the Sun Devils team. Not that they're exceeding expectations as of right now, but you, you can't afford to lose either of them, especially after losing Marcus Bagley. Yeah, 100%. I feel like that that nails it down pretty perfectly. I, I think you could you could really slam dunk the, no pun intended, slam dunk the argument for Kamani to be the MVP if he was more of a facet uh, all, all across the court. The fact that he hasn't attempted a three this year, like, Am I mad about it? No, of course not. Because if he's not attempting them, that means that he doesn't think he can make them. And I am very okay with you not attempting shots that you know you can't make. But if Kamani was making three-point shots, then then to me, now he is like probably better across the board than DJ Horn because DJ Horn does give you that other element where he can he can shoot from a different area on the court than where Kamani can't because Kamani's making all his money inside, inside the arc, which is no problem at all at all. It's just horn gives you that element that Kamani doesn't. I think that that would be where I give the edge to horn more than fair. Uh, let's take a, a, a little bit more of a sour turn here and talk about the, the most disappointing players so far this season. Um, Connor, you know where I'm going to go and I'll just, I'll get my negativity out of the way. I guess it's Marion Jackson. So I, I want to be a, a fan of Marion so badly because man, does he, does he epitomize the shooter shoot mentality? Like you love the aggressiveness. You love the my ball mentality that he has. The unfortunate thing is he just can't make his shots consistently enough to back up that mentality of a my ball and my court and at, at the, what what he wants to do, he he wants to talk the talk, but right now he's not walking the walk. But yeah, he that's can. More than, that that's more than fair. Um, a lot of expectations, at least coming uh, on Muhammad coming into the season. So um, definitely don't disagree. I think uh, sorry, uh, Marion Jackson. The other player I feel like we could talk about is Luther Muhammad. It, kind of uh, along the same lines, like takes a lot of shots, not very efficient with them. So it's been very detrimental to this team. Um, if you just had someone scoring a little bit better than both of these players who are contributing to your starting rotation pretty frequently, maybe a little less so now, uh, but at least early on in the season, who knows where they'd be not significantly better, right? We're not saying they'd be, uh, they would only have like a couple losses out of like 13 games play. They're not going 11 and two with just a little bit better play. They need significantly better play. I will throw a name out there. However, most disappointing. Can we make a case for Marcus Bagley? Uh, dude, hundred percent. I, I absolutely would tell you, you can now it's obviously for a much different reason, right? Where we're talking, right. we're talking for a Marion Jackson or a Luther Muhammad talking, uh, disappointment is because the numbers are putting up, but think about all the hype that Bagley had coming into this year. We're talking about him as like the face of this Sun Devils basketball team. We talked about how it was an awesome get back for the Sun Devils for him to come back to 10 P for 2021 and 2022. And we've seen him what, like, I think he's appeared in three games, right? Yeah. Three games. He's played 68 minutes and he's just not done much. Even, even when he's been on the field, he been honestly kind of underwhelming. And now it's to a point where you're almost wondering, like, are the Sun Devils really that much better with him? Some fair well, question. I totally, um, obviously, like, as you said, they're for different reasons. One in this case is hurt, which is Marcus Beckley. The other players are just playing like they're hurt. Um, but I, I definitely think they are a better team with him, but 
when he's not in the court, it's just kind of a, here's what I think. And until he proves it, it's, it's just kind of a moot point. So uh, let's move on to biggest surprise for the season. I'll go ahead and start us off here. I, I think this one's a pretty easy, pretty easy answer. We're, we'll, we'll probably go with DJ Horn here, at least for me. Uh, been a huge, huge contributor, not necessarily expected to be. Um, and Richie, as you had alluded to earlier, has stepped up big time uh, in your main score, Marcus Bagley's absence. So um, DJ Horn has been phenomenal for them this season. Definitely a player that they needed to step up. I I think I, I don't I don't have too much more to add on with that because I, I already touched on DJ Horn a lot. And I would agree with you that Horn is probably like got to be the runaway guy for biggest surprise this year. So with Bagley going down, you really needed someone to step up and Horn has been that guy and then some. So and obviously they're not the same position. Horn's more of your guard compared to Bagley being forward. But Horn has become your go to scorer on this offense, which is what you were hoping Bagley could be. So. Yeah, I, I think that Horn has stepped up really, really nice. And when Bagley gets back, who knows? Maybe those two can make some beautiful har- harmonic music together. But I, yeah, I don't have too much more to add to that. Which is fair. So then we, if we move to our uh, best defensive player, Richie, is there someone you have specifically in mind for that? Um, I don't off the top of my head. I feel like the two guys you have to talk about would be Luther Muhammad and Alonzo Gaffney. Gaffney averaging almost two blocks a game and Muhammad averaging just over one steal a game. So those are the two guys who seem to stand out the most. The reason I would say Gaffney is just because he's not playing as much as maybe some of the other starters, uh, only playing 22 minutes per game. But that being said, he's got more combined steals and blocks than anyone else on the team. Second place would be Kamani Lawrence, who's only one behind him. But Kamani's also playing significantly more time, essentially eight more minutes per game. So uh, and Gaffney has played in one less game as well this season. So for, for a guy of, of essentially like his his nature, his play, his height, it's not too surprising. But considering he's getting it done in both the steel and block department, he feels like a, a little bit more of an easier choice, in my opinion. But, uh, but Marion Jackson, for sure, the little bit that he is contributing – uh, more so in the steel department, definitely has been useful this year. There you go. Perfect. So then um, is, is there anything else you really want to hand out to these guys? Uh, I, I think we can hand them out some participation trophies because that's the way they're playing at this point. Oh, man. No, here, here's a Peter Piper pizza coupon. Just get out of my face. Hey, that that is useful. Peter Piper. Uh, wow. Peter Piper pizza coupons are useful. They need something that is not useful at all. Well, I, I I am not willing to give them Peter Piper pizza coupons because that place is absolutely goaded. But that will actually go ahead and end our first segment. When we return to the second segment, we're going to go ahead and talk about some some incoming news and recruits, not recruits, transfers. We got we got more guys. Point being, coming to the Arizona State football team. But before we get back, we got to talk a little bit about our friends over at Netsuite. Definitely. So this is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one uh, cloud financial system to power your growth with visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses have already increased their visibility 
and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite, and for the new year, NetSuite has offered a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked. Head to netsuite.com slash locked for the special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. Again, that is netsuite.com slash locked. All right. And then we'll go ahead and bring it back in here for the second segment of the Locked on Sun Levels podcast. Again, thank you guys so much for making us your first listen every day. The best part about this podcast is what, Connor? Uh, They are on all platforms and it's free. Yes, it's free and it's available on all platforms. Seriously, like wherever you want to listen to your podcast, me and Connor are going to be there for you. But we'll start off with this. There was a little bit of a scare. I didn't even know about this until until I, I peeked on the Twitter world today. There was a scare for no reason that Eric Gentry was leaving the Arizona State Sun Devils program. And it all it all stemmed off of nothing more than speculation of a tweet from linebacker Eric Gentry. Connor, I don't know if you saw this tweet, but basically uh, Gentry was making a tackle in the Las Vegas Bowl. And he took that picture and he tweeted hashtag nine out. Well, the first thing that went through everyone's mind is, oh, my God, Eric Gentry is leaving Arizona State. And everyone freaked out about it. And it was just so funny because he ended up tweeting out today. He was like, hey, just so everyone knows, like, I'm not leaving. And he even said he was like, sorry, I scared you guys. And everyone was like, oh, good. We're we're not going to lie, dude. We're freaking out. But that's just that is so like 2022, like the, the way that we read into stuff now, just it, it's funny. Like I didn't, I didn't see it. I had no idea. I just saw, I saw a tweet. that said, Hey, I'm not leaving Arizona state. And I was like, who said you were? <laughs> how much, tw- how much damage could a tweet do really? Exactly. Yeah. Let me when see. You're talking about, sorry. When you're talking about like, uh, like most 2022 thing, like when, uh, when you hear a lot of like, uh, players specifically like professional sports, uh, sports, I feel like, but maybe even college too. I'm sure this has happened, but like so-and-so has stopped following the Instagram account for like their professional team they play for. Oh my God. Oh, that must mean everything. I, I mean, in, in some cases it really has, it, it really, really has. But at the same time, like that is reportable news apparently. Right. Uh, but yeah, it, Gentry being out, like he, could you imagine there's a lot of players leaving, transferring, graduating, whatever. And they'll make a, a post about like, Hey, I just want to thank the the university so much for giving me my chance. Like they've been great to me, yada yada yada. For Eric Gentry, just to go see ya. <laughs> that would be like totally disrespectful, and obviously not how he intended it at all. But like people have like logos made for them and banners and like media created for them, so they can post that on social media. And, and Gentry's just like, bye. Yeah, no, I I ain't about that action, boss. <laughs> Dude, it's just so funny. Like we just we look for the tiniest little things to 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 read into, and I mean, some of that goes into like me and Connor are huge like Marvel fans. So like when when we watch the movies, we're looking for like the tiniest little details, and it's like, what? Oh, does that mean this is happening? And blah 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 blah. And like we'll just go on speculating for hours and hours and hours about that stuff. And that's kind of like. That's how it felt like everyone took that Eric Gentry tweet is all it said, Connor, seriously, just hashtag nine out. And everyone was like, oh, my God, he's transferring. And it just tailspin. It's so funny how much we read into that stuff. But I bring that up just for just for the funny aspect of it. 
the more important news here with the ASU linebacking core is they're getting another body, Connor. It's only funny because Gentry stayed, but yes. Uh, speaking of linebackers, yeah, Hawaii transfer true. Hawaii transfer Zach Bowers is transferring to Arizona State. Uh, he played actually, ironically enough, for Todd Graham transferring back uh, to ASU. Uh, it, it's more so just linebacker competition. We're not talking about some big name at the position who's an automatic locked-in starter per se. Uh, but I believe he is also from Arizona, so I, I think that probably makes he is his, a Chandler uh, kid. He, I think that makes his decision a little bit easier. Not that ASU didn't want him, right? They wouldn't put him on the team if they if he wasn't, but uh, could be underlying, not not so much issues there, but uh, let's just say like reasons for it. Like, hey, ASU's got a, a spot open for me to compete uh, because obviously like, all, all their linebackers are graduating. But hey, like I want to move back home, be with a little bit close to my family. Um, I've always liked ASU growing up. Like who, who knows what that could be, but uh, you get at least another body to at least compete for a linebacker position. Richie, we do expect uh, both Gentry and then Kyle, or sorry, not Kyle, Connor Sully to probably take two of the three starting linebacker spots. Uh, so he is going to be competing with uh, incoming player Rodney Gross, who is a transfer as well. Uh, from, I think it was, was that, was he an AM kid, if I remember correctly, or Mississippi State? I was going to say, I'm pretty sure he was our Mississippi State kid. Yeah. So really, we have two other uh, essentially transfer linebackers so far. There could be more on the horizon. Uh, since we still have so much time to the official uh, transfer commit day, whatever that is. Uh, and, and then also like any of the linebackers, they also have on uh, essentially on their roster as well. A lot of bodies to at least compete for a third spot. You want to be able to, to create competition. I, I don't feel like that always works out, uh, but the idea of getting the best uh, players on the field at the same time, because they're competing for that spot is obviously the right way to do it. I just love that they have, they're stocking up the cupboard with these, with these linebackers right now, because Connor, let's remember you're losing your three starters that you've had entrenched for the better part of three years. I mean, all three of the guys that you're losing are seniors. So they've all been there four years and they've all been starting together at least two, if not three seasons together. So you've got, you've got a lot of makeup work to do. And thankfully you've got Connor Soley and you've got Eric Gentry already entrenched with pretty good starting reps involved for both of them. We really don't know about that third spot. I like that they're bringing in a lot of competition right now. I like that Rodney Gross is coming in with some experience. And I'm very interested to see Zach Bowers and how he's going to fit in. Because the nice thing with Bowers, Connor, is he's got pretty much all his eligibility remaining. He did not get to play with Hawaii this year. And he's coming in basically. Does he have all four years left of eligibility? I believe it's I believe it's three. I think he's got three, but even still, that's that's a lot say, of time that, in college to have a kid on your yep. side your team. Yeah, that's so. a whole stint with a college. So, yeah, I mean that that's the good news is may, maybe Bowers doesn't come up this year, and and uh, Gross is the one who does step up. Well, that's fine. Then you just get to continue developing Bowers. So, I love that ASU is really putting a focus on their front seven to be the strong suit with everything that they're losing in the secondary. So. We've talked plenty of times already, and we're going to continue to talk a lot about how good this defensive front is going to be in 2022, even with all the losses that they that they are having to endure right now. Yep, and, and just as a reminder for all the transfer players right now, uh, essentially due to COVID, right, the lost season, uh, everyone is eligible to play immediately. So we don't have to worry about who's in, who's out for this upcoming season. Uh, if they do decide to make any of the players that are transferring their starters, they don't have to worry about sitting them an extra year. There uh, you but go. With that, 
but with that, let's go ahead and talk about, we'll kind of wrap up this part of the podcast, talking also about Carter Brown. If you haven't heard about Carter Brown before, we've only mentioned him about two or three times. Incoming kicker who's placed on uh, essentially Max Preps uh, All-America team. So it, it's it's not that it's not a big deal, it, but the, especially because Carter Brown's a, like currently a, a three-star prospect. But uh, essentially every year since 2006, Max Preps comes out with a list of an, all, an All-America team, and Carter was named to the second team. So, Richie, since like the Zane Gonzalez, uh, Gonzalez days, ASU's kind of had some issues kicking the football has not necessarily been a strength consistently for this team. Ideally, Carter Brown can come in here, whether he's going to be playing this next year or not, and kind of like quell some of those woes that we've had to experience over the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely hoping that he can be be like the next Zane Gonzalez, right? You just you want someone to help get your get your kicking prowess back on track because ASU has had pretty solid kickers over the last 10-ish years, but granted, I mean, Zane was the kicker for five of those, but right. And and I mean, Zendejas hasn't been the worst kicker in the world. He just definitely has been replaceable. Uh, Brandon Reese a few years ago was solid, I guess. And then you had the the failed Logan Tyler experiment. And now, now you Zendejas needs competition. I really like that they're getting that with, with this kid that's coming in. I, I can't remember his name. We literally just said his name. Uh, Carter Brown. Carter Brown. Thank you. Name to remember. Name to remember. So, and I mean, here, here's hoping that he ends up being something for us because God knows that hashtag college kickers is never fun when it's your team on the receiving end of it. It has never fun to be trending with hashtag college kickers. Yep. But it is what it is. So let's go ahead and wrap up the second segment of the podcast. When we return for the third and final segment, we are going to be talking about some news, good news, for some AS, former ASU players going into the 2022 NFL draft. What exactly does that entail? We'll, we'll, we'll tell you in just one second. But first, I got to talk to you guys about Get Upside. First of all, my name is Richie Bradshaw. If you guys haven't picked up on that already yet, but I've got this incredible new app that you guys need to, that you guys need to get. It's called Get Upside. Right now, my listeners are getting up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up when they use GetUpside. Get it from the App Store or Google Play right now. Use the promo code SCORE and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use the promo code SCORE to get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two or $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, your PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon or other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code SCORE to get up to $0.50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code SCORE. BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use that promo code LOCKEDON to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. 
Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right. And now we're back for the final segment of this Thursday edition of the Locked on Sun Levels podcast. Connor, we talked a little yesterday about some good news for two offensive linemen, former Arizona State offensive linemen, for the 2022 draft hopes and Donovan West declaring. And Kellen Deesh getting accepted to the combine. Well, we got more good news today when we heard that two more former Arizona State players will also be going to the combine. Yes, that's going to be corners Jack Jones and Chase Lucas. Uh, They're going to be joining um, uh, Kellen Deesh. Sorry, I spaced the name for a second, but they'll be joining them all going to Indianapolis for, um, for the NFL combine, which if you're not too big in the NFL draft, you might be asking yourself what the combine is. You might have heard people make fun of it, calling it the underwear Olympics. But at the end of the day, what they do here does not, it doesn't affect how their career is going to go. It does give teams a chance to interview players, see them in person because they might not have done that. Maybe they're sending scouts uh, before to just give you them like status updates on these specific players throughout the year. But really like it, it's a huge opportunity for these players. And now that we have at least three ASU players, Richie, you and I know we're going to get Rashad White there. So there's going to be at least four. I I assume there might be maybe one or two more, but there's going to be at least four Sun Devils representing at uh, the NFL Combine this year. It's going to be a great opportunity for them to kind of prove their stuff against some of their other competition. And it's a chance to raise their draft stock as well. So if what, what goes severely underrated is what you don't see on the field, and that's who these guys are how smart they are as a football player, what their football IQ is like, who they are as an individual. Uh, because obviously with specific players in sports, essentially like getting into trouble off the field, obviously that's not something where a, uh, a potential employer wants to invest in a player someday. So uh, huge, huge opportunity for now three Sun Devils, soon to be four. Yeah. I mean, we're really excited that these two were able to get combine invites. We, we definitely believe that of the of the three and a half that me and Connor have all but unofficially set for the over under for Sun Devils to get drafted, Jack Jones and Chase Lucas are two of the strongest candidates to get drafted to the next level. So I I, I really, really, really love Jack Jones. Any anyone who knows anything about me knows I'm a Jack Jones stan. I've also been a very big believer in Chase Lucas for a long time. And I'm I'm super excited for them, Connor. And knowing that they got combine invites, it it makes me want to do everything I can to actually find a way to get out to Indianapolis this year. If they if they do end up having the combine open to the public, last year I don't believe there was a combine because of everything that had been going on with the world. But if the combine is open to the public, I I will seriously consider trying to get out there to Indy because right now that's for Arizona State Sun Devils. And we haven't even gotten to talk about some of their linebackers. Like I imagine Darian Butler and Merlin Robinson could get their names in there too. Like there, there's a lot of Sun Devil news going on in the draft world. And rightfully so, because this was a like absolutely loaded senior team, which is the reason why we talked about them so much. But now we're getting to see that the, the, uh, the seniors are getting their dues paid and getting their their invites to the Senior Bowl, or not the Senior Bowl, the Combine now. So very, very exciting, Connor. Couldn't be happier for these two. Here's what's what's super important for people to also understand. Like, 
this year specifically, and things change on a year-to-year basis based on like what draft is going to be loaded at what position. And cornerback, as of now, four months until the draft, seems to be a pretty heavily loaded position to where teams aren't looking at box scores, right? They're not looking at, at just stats and determining, well, that's probably a good player to put on my team. There, there's so much more that goes into that film that has to be watched. That's why getting to see these guys separate themselves a little bit in person is such a big deal. So now for both Jack Jones and Chase Lucas, who ultimately will be competing against each other moving forward as well. Obviously, I'm sure they've got uh, each other's backs in a sense, but Richie, it would be fun to get this duo into the NFL. Uh, there's been plenty of teams, uh, at least even in recent memory, to be able to send uh, multiple cornerbacks into the NFL. Whether they'll be starters next year, who knows, right? A lot of that's going to depend on health of other players, uh, who they have ahead of them, slated to be starters in the roster. But uh, it would be a, a lot of fun, obviously, to get both the Jack Jones and Lucas in the NFL this upcoming season. Yeah, and we'll definitely be rooting for that. So in the meantime, obviously, me and Connor will be here to keep you up to date on everything NFL draft related for our Arizona State Sun Devils. And there will be plenty to talk because there are so many guys that we expect to get at, at least invites to the next level practice squad, guys. I mean, just off the top of my head, Connor, we got – we got our four guys we feel pretty safe about finding their way into the draft, which would be Darian Butler, Rashad White, uh, Jack Jones, and Chase Lucas. You got Kellen Deesh, Donovan West, Darian Butler. Wait, I said Darian Butler. Uh, Merlin Robertson, Kyle Soley, uh, De- DeAndre Pierce, Evan Fields, maybe. Point is, lots and lots and lots of Arizona State Sun Devils are making the jump to the next level. And we're going to be here to cover it. The best part, we're covering it Monday through Friday. All the best Sun Devils content in the whole wide world. It's not just football either. Basketball, a little bit of everything in between. We're here to talk crap about other schools like that team down south whenever we get to play them again. But yeah, best uh, best podcast in the whole world, Connor, I think. Yeah, maybe. Give or, give or take. Give or take. So there you go. That'll go ahead and wrap up this Thursday edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. When we come back tomorrow, me and Connor still got stuff to talk to you guys about, and we're going to be prepping you guys for a series that we're going to be starting next week. We'll tease that a little bit more tomorrow, but until next time, make sure that you follow and subscribe to this podcast on Twitter at LO underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me on Twitter as well at RichieBrads36. You can follow Connor on Twitter at CDrios. And also make sure that you are following this podcast wherever you get your podcast. So that could be that could be Spotify, that could be Odyssey, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, wherever it is. We're free and available Monday through Friday. It's the best Arizona State Sun Devils content in the whole wide world. But yeah, thank you guys so much for making us your first listen every day. Go ahead and make your second listen locked on bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on bets. Hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Just like the Locked on Sun Devils podcast, it's free and available on all platforms. And until next time, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils.